Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the What I Love About Men podcast. What's up? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm your host, Steph, but I forgot I made an intro for this, which is awesome. I'm really loving it. Anyway... Today, I wanted to talk about a few of the responses that I got after I did a Q&A on Instagram where I asked you guys, what, what is your major block when it comes to approaching women? Like, why, what gets in your way, you know? And the majority of the answers, the responses revolved around my looks, I don't feel like I'm attractive enough or I'm out of shape or I, my life is not in the right place right now, or I just have a negative self-image overall where I just kind of feel shitty about myself. So I wonder, hey, how is a woman going to feel about me if I feel this way? Um, and those are all valid, really valid points. And the these responses were a lot of them had to do with those three things. So I thought I would do a podcast on this and just talk a little bit more in depth on these three in terms of looks, having your life not all together, and also negative self-image overall. So we're going to cover those. But before we cover those, please, please <laughs> rate and review my podcast, guys. Like seriously, it would really help. It would really help. It takes two seconds. And there's so many of you who just come on Instagram and say, Steph, I love your podcast. You're like, Steph, thanks so much for all you do. And I'm like, guys, you want to really help me? <laughs> like a real thank you would be to rate and review my podcast because I'm doing two of these episodes a week and it's really exhausting and time consuming. And the ratings and reviews are really the only thing that get me anywhere. <laughs> like, so it really, really would mean a lot. Just please, please do it. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, let's get into it. Number one, in terms of looks, I want you to remember that, yeah, maybe not all of us have been blessed in the physical, sexually appealing department, but this is all subjective, and we have to remember that. In our society, it's like everyone has to look like Hollywood movie stars, right? Everyone has to look like J-Lo and Brad Pitt and and uh, have a strong jawline and have big eyes and a lot of hair and and all of this, and that's what we find sexually appealing, and for a good reason. It's tied to evolution. It means you're going to give us good, healthy children, right? At the end of the day, that's what that's what our brain sees, and that's why we are sexually drawn to people who look like they have good genetics. You know, we can't control our bone structure, really. Most of us are not going out and getting surgeries to, to make our face look different, but we can control how we feel about our attraction, which in turn makes us more attractive. So I want you to remember, as a man, if you are not, are you, if you are telling yourself, oh, I'm not physically attractive, well, I'm not sexually attractive, and you repeat this thought, and you repeat these words to your friends, or you're telling people, you're telling your mom, you're like, <laughs> whatever, whoever you're telling, whether it's to yourself or other people, you cannot tell yourself that because the more you tell yourself and the more you repeat that pattern of, I don't feel attractive, I am not an attractive person, I'm not sexually appealing, I am not sexually wanted, 
the more you start to believe that and the more of that vibe you give off to women and the more of that body language you give off to women. All of your nonverbal communication relates to your beliefs. It relates to your beliefs. And like you guys ask me, like, how, how are you so confident? How are you so energetic? And like, guys, I work out twice a day. And like I have reminders on my phone where it's like, get up and do yoga, get up and jump around, get up and dance, have a dance party, like, you know, get like, go to the mirror and tell yourself three things about yourself that you love. Like I'm constantly working on this and it's hard. I still have insecurities, like major ones, trust me. And it just, it takes practice. Like you really have to practice and you really have to get it ingrained in your head, like stuck in your head, stuck in your mind that you are an attractive man. And the more you believe that, the more you show that. And the more women see it and read it and they're like, oh, like he finds himself really attractive. I find him attractive too. This is really how people think. Like this is, this is really how you trick. And I don't want to say trick, but like I'm going to say it anyway. This is how you, you trick people into finding, into, them thinking that you're you're more attractive than maybe they thought from the start. And that's the thing. That's why that's why beauty is so subjective. It's not just about what society finds beautiful. It's really how you find yourself beautiful, how you find yourself sexy or attractive to women. Like if you were to wake up every day and look at yourself and say you're in a really fucking attractive guy and any woman would die to have you. If you had that belief and you really felt strongly about that, then you when you come across to women, like it's not like you're going to say that to women. You're not going to say, "Oh, like I bet you want to be all over me." Like you're just having that belief will give you a new sense of confidence where you just stand a little taller, right? And you you look her in the eyes a little more. When you talk to anyone, like you're more approachable, you're more likely to walk up to a woman just because you're constantly being, you're constantly feeding yourself that, that belief of you're a fucking attractive guy. And when you feel attractive, think of the last time you felt super attractive. Like if, even if it was one time in your life, you felt so fucking sexy and you were like, ah, damn, like I feel like I could do anything right now. Like I could approach any woman. I could walk up to anyone. You probably had that feeling. So it's like, imagine if you had that feeling all the time, what you could potentially do on a day-to-day. It's crazy. And we do have that potential and we can do that on a day-to-day. It's just a matter of keeping that repetition and keeping the right type of repetition. So many of us get in these patterns of just like, fuck, like killing our self-worth and killing our self-esteem and just squashing our self-attraction to the point where we start believing all these bad things about ourselves and we're like, oh, I'm not attractive. I can never get women. Uh, See, look, watch. I'm going to go up to one. She's not going to, she's not going to dig it. Then you walk up and then she rejects you. Ooh, surprise. And then you <laughs> you just keep believing that. You, you go home after one try. You know, that's what so many, and I, I hate to say this, so many guys do this. And if this is you, I want to remind you that this does not have to be your ideal scenario. It doesn't have to be. You choose it. You choose it, okay? And when it comes to attracting women, you have to, once again, be reminded that beauty is subjective. And if you approach a woman and she doesn't find you attractive or she turns you down, look, she may just have a bad day. She may have a boyfriend or fiance and, like, they're just in a fight, so she took off her ring. Like, you really don't know the whole 
situation, okay? And like she may not be physically attracted to you. And I said this on my Instagram live today. Like there are a lot of people who will not find you physically attractive no matter what because there won't be physical chemistry. You just won't be their type. And that's okay. That's okay because there's always going to be someone who you are their type. So it's just a matter of finding that person and having the belief that they're out there and they're looking for you. And it's the same with women. You know, we feel the same way. And look, I know that every guy is not attracted to me sexually and that's okay because I'm not attracted to every guy sexually and that's okay. So it's just reminding ourselves of that and on a daily basis finding a way to remind yourself of that. When it comes to weight or staying in shape or not not feeling like you're in shape, this is something you have much more control over versus your versus like your bone structure, you know? So th- this is more about doing your damn exercise, like moving your body. And the way I coach is not in the way where you're you're mad overweight and I'm just like, love yourself and be okay with it. Like, that's not okay. If you're overweight, that is not okay. I'm not okay with that. I don't think you should be okay with that. I think you should accept and love yourself, but you should not accept the fact that you're overweight because that's not okay. That's it. It's not okay. So do something about it. Okay, because you want to live a long life. I want you to live a long and healthy life. I want you to be happy and have children who are healthy. And I'm sure you want the same. And I'm sure you want a partner who wants the same. Okay, so it's not, um, this is something that you really have to take seriously, guys. Like your health, like what you put in your mouth and what you, how often you move your body is so essential to the way you feel and the way you carry yourself and your confidence and your sex appeal and like your, Ah, just like your manliness. Like that comes from picking shit up and putting it down. (laughs) And the same thing for women, right? Like I feel the best about myself when I'm the most fit. I really do because there's so many foods out there that can just fuck with our chemicals and fuck with our happy hormones, our serotonin levels. And it's it's not okay. And we don't want that to be fucked around with. We want to take care of ourselves. And the more you take care of yourself physically, the more attractive you feel, the better you feel in your body. When you feel good in your body, you feel good in your mind. And when you feel good in your mind, you're more likely to communicate better. You're more likely to approach women and have something to say right off the top of your head. You're more likely to have a better memory. You know, like all of these, like eating healthy and exercising improves so many fucking things in your life. You have no idea. Ah, Maybe you do because I talk about it all the time. But like, I should talk more than that. Anyway, when it comes to health, you have more control over this. And while I don't believe you should accept the fact that you're overweight or out of shape. I do believe you should love yourself and keep reminding yourself, okay, I'm not, maybe I'm not happy or content with where my health is at the moment, but I am happy in the, with the fact that I'm doing something about it. I'm being proactive about it. And guys, if you feel like you don't know what to do and you need help doing this and you need someone to help you along the way and hold you accountable to, to weight loss or to doing your exercises and gaining that confidence physically, then I'm here for you, okay? You have a free phone call. Go to the link in my bio on Instagram and click the application, or you can go to sgdatingcoach.com and go to the contact form. And let's set up a call. Like, let me help you. Please, this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm really fucking good at. This is what I do every single day. So please, let me help you with that. All right, let's move on to number two. The number two block was having your life not in the right place. This is a big one. A lot of you guys had this reaction. My life is not in the right place. I don't feel as successful as I should be. I'm not really sure what I'm doing with my life. My life is all over. What is she going to think? And I don't think this ever goes away, really. (laughs) Like, at least not for too long. You know, I feel like there's always a point in our lives when we're just like, 
oh, I got this shit going on, or like, what about this? Like, there's always something. And if it's not that big, it's something little, and then maybe it escalates, and then maybe it go- then it goes away. But if you're if you're feeling right now that, oh, my life is all over the place, maybe you're just hitting a road bump in life, and it's going to be over really soon. And you have to also understand that women have these feelings too. Women are going through the same shit where we're like, I don't feel independent enough right now to be in a relationship. What is he going to think about me? What if I'm like, I'm still in school or I'm still having these insecurities? Like, am I ready to be in a relationship? What is he going to think about me? So we have very similar situations. When it comes to you guys, I know you you often fear I need to be successful because women are very attracted to success and money. And the thing is, women are not all about money, but women are about a hardworking man. That's very attractive. A man who works hard and doesn't give up. It's not about the money. A lot of you guys, honestly, I think it's the lazy way out for you guys to say, oh, women want guys with money. That's a lazy fucking way to go about it, guys. You just want to avoid looking at the root of the cause. Like, why do women like guys with money? Hmm, let's look at guys with money. Guys who are successful. They're really hardworking. They don't give up. They really push themselves. They stay up some nights a lot later than others because they're really trying to get something to work. They're really trying to prove something. They're really trying to make something better, like change lives. They're really trying to build something from the ground up. Like, And these are all things that we really want, right? We want to be determined. We want to be, we want to have something to chase in life. We want to have a passion. We want to have energy and focus and, and we want the money that comes with it. (laughs) But like, besides the money, all the things under, underneath that make the money, that's what women find attractive. So it's really not about having your life in this perfect place of like, oh, I can buy you a huge house and I could drive the, we could drive this fancy car. It's like, it's not about that. It's about your, your drive. It's about your passion for life. It's about your good energy because all of those things bring wealth eventually. But if you're not at the place of having a high amount of wealth, then it's okay. But carry those qualities. Start bringing those qualities into your life. And the more you practice those qualities, like how can I be more determined this week? How can I bring more passion into my job? How can I have more fun on a daily basis? What group can I network with to expand my product or bring exposure to my new idea? You know, start thinking, start asking yourself questions because the more curious you are and the more ambitious you are just as a man about life, the more sexy you are. It is so true. It's so true, guys. And there are some women, yes, of course, who just want money and success and fame and fortune or whatever. And that's that's another story. You're not trying to attract those women because I know you guys and that's not what you want. Um, <laughs> I know my man. <laughs> uh, no, but I do. So yeah, when it comes to having your having your life not feeling like your life is not in order, just remember that she doesn't she feels the same way as you at least at one point in her life she did, if not now, and it's okay. And this goes with attracting your ideal woman or having your ideal woman in mind. If you know like my ideal woman would not take offense to me not buying her every meal because I can't afford it. Or my ideal woman would not judge me for not having all my shit together in this area of my life. Like she would support me. She would encourage me. She would make me better. She would push me harder. She would love me more. That's important too. All right. Because when it comes to these insecurities of I'm not in the right place in life, you have to look at, okay, who are you trying to attract? And are they going to judge you if you're not in the perfect place every at every point of your life? Because guess what? Not one person can go their entire life having it all together. At one point, it's going to fall apart. So it's good to attract a woman who is aware of that and who you can count on when it happens. Boom. Okay, number three. Negative self-image overall. 
basically what my coaching is. So many men have this image of, all right, like I don't feel, I don't feel that great about myself um, or about life in general. I just, overall, I'm just in this negative mindset. And we have to remember that the brain is always trying to survive. The brain is in survival mode all the time. It's trying to survive. It's always trying to avoid the tough stuff. It's always trying to adapt and stick to habits because habits become easier and the brain wants it easy and comfy and safe. Easy and comfy and safe. Easy and comfy and safe are the enemies. <laughs> they seriously, they are the enemies when it comes to when it comes to living a great life and having a really positive outlook on life because the more easy things are, the more we just fall into the same routine, right? And the more comfy things are, the less we want to try anything new. And the more safe we feel in our little safety bubble, the less likely we are to step out and take risks and and approach her, right? And do things that it's that make us feel like, oh shit, is this going to work? Oh fuck. Like that's the excitement of life. That's the best part of life or stepping outside the comfort zone. The best part of life is do or doing the difficult things and then seeing what happens at the end as the end result, right? If things weren't hard to do, then what would the outcome feel like? It would fucking suck. Like it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't even suck. It just wouldn't matter. So when it comes to having a negative image overall, I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I living an easy, comfortable, safe life? And by safe, I mean like just trapped in your comfort bubble. If you are, then most likely there's no excitement in your life. Most likely there's nothing you're really looking forward to. Most likely you're just you're just riding the waves and just doing the same shit over and over, like waking up the same way, driving to work the same way, talking to the same people every day about the same things. They're probably complaining. And then you're sitting in traffic and you're yelling and you're, you're freaking out. And then you get in a fight with your girlfriend or maybe you don't have a girlfriend and you're fighting with yourself because you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> you like get home and there's no time for dinner. So you pick up McDonald's and then you sit there in front of Netflix and you're like, fuck, I have to do this all over. Oh my God, that sounds like such an awful life. If that is you, call me seriously now. We have to think about change because the more you change your relationships, the more you change your environment, the more you change your your daily routine, like what you do and how you do things and how you hold them. Like literally anything, anything as simple as brushing your teeth with the other hand can make a change in your brain that promotes like excitement in the brain. It's a new task. It's something new. And we need to bring that newness into our life. And that's what sparks positive thinking. When you think of ideas and you ask yourself questions and you're curious about things and you're trying to grow more in different directions and you're not just settling for the comfort, you're being like, okay, this isn't, I I know this, now what? Now what? The more of a mentality you have of now what, the closer you are to getting out of that negative cycle, that negative self-image that you just sit in. Because if you're a growing person, if you're, if you're not growing, you're dying. If you are not growing, you are dying. So if you're a man who's not pushing himself and not consistently stepping outside his comfort zone or doing different things, if you're doing the same shit every day, yeah, you're going to be a negative person. You're going to have a negative mindset overall about life and women and yourself. Because you're not changing. You're not growing. So you're dying. And that sucks. It's not a good feeling. Dying is not a good feeling. <laughs> You know, physically, mentally, emotionally, it's not good. We don't want that. 
So you need to spark change. You need to do something that wakes you the fuck up and kind of shocks your system a little bit where it's like, ooh. Think about even the last time you tried a certain food. Like even just trying a new food gets you a little bit excited. It's like, oh, I never had this before. This is fucking amazing. Or like, oh, I can't believe I tried that. Like that sucked. But like still, it was an experience. It was something different. It was something new. And this is this is what keeps, it just makes sense. It all comes together because in a relationship, what makes a great relationship is the constant change and the constant mystery of the other person. You want to keep the polarity. You want the mystery there. You want to be constantly growing with your partner and have them grow in somewhat in opposite direction from you because then you can learn from them. Then you can ask them questions. Then there are things about them that you don't know and that's exciting. Like that's what makes shit exciting. That's what the that's where the rush of dopamine comes. When we meet someone for the first time and we're like, oh, I don't know anything about you. Like this is so exciting. I'm so in love. Like I'm so head over heels and obsessed with you because I want to know everything about you. That's what happens in those initial dating phases and that's the more you do that and the more intrigue you keep throughout a relationship, the more mystery you keep, and the more likely you are to be interested in that person for life. Because you both are changing, you're both growing, and you both know things that the other doesn't necessarily know all the time. And that's sexy. That's exciting. So it's the same thing for your own life. Let's go back to your own personal relationship with yourself. When it comes to having a negative self-image, you have to ask yourself, okay, how often am I growing? How often am I, am I changing or pushing myself or putting myself, you know, in this place of, of, fuck, I didn't know I could do that. Like, that's awesome. I didn't know I could do that. And um, we want, we want more of those moments. Right. And I shared with you guys my personal story not too long ago where I ran my first mile and I all my life. I just assumed I wasn't a runner and I couldn't run. And then I psychoanalyzed myself because <laughs> you guys know me. I was sitting there and I was like, why? Why? Why was I not a runner? Why did I assume I was never a runner? And then I reminded myself, like, wait, with Steph, when you were really young, about like eight years old, you had two friends who were overweight. And they couldn't run or keep up with the rest of the group. So you ran with them. So you didn't have to leave your two friends. And then I just told myself, like, you're just not a runner. Look how slow you are. Look how slow. Why can't you keep up with them? Oh, it's hard to breathe. Oh, your legs are hurting. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I just put that, I just shut myself off from running for the rest of my life until now. So <laughs> I was like, I just accepted the fact I was not a runner and could not run a mile. But I proved myself wrong early this month. Woo! I ran a 12-minute mile. My first mile ever and ever, like in my life, guys. Like I've never, <laughs> never ran a straight mile until I was 27 years old. Isn't that nuts? Fuck. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so my first, my first mile was 12 minutes. Then I went back and it was 10 something minutes. Then I tried it again. I tried to each week. I've been trying to break my record. And this was such a shock to me. And it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, Steph, you did it. Like you could do it. Oh my God. And it was, it was such a pivotal moment within a relationship with myself. And I was like, fuck, I need to have more of these moments. Like more of these moments of just learning more about me and trying new things and doing things I never thought I could fucking do and just do it and just push myself and see what I'm capable of. And I think a lot of you guys can take that into consideration and use that running example as a tool for you to say, okay, what can I try that maybe I thought I could never do just because I assumed I couldn't do it. Maybe your parents said you can't do this or your friend said, ah, man, that's not for you. You can't do it. What is that thing? Test yourself. Try it. Just fucking try it. Whatever. What can, what can, you know, as long as it's safe, (laughs) like jumping off anything, do more things like that and build a relationship with yourself. Cause the more you do that kind of stuff and prove yourself right, 
the better your relationship is with you and the better positive overall thinking you have about yourself and the world and women because you get excited. You start getting excited for shit. And that's what you need to bring back, right? We're all just kids trapped in adult bodies. And kids are really excited. And they they love that excitement. And it just comes out of them. And then as adults, we kind of suppress it and we hide it. And we're like, oh, I don't want anyone to see him. I'm excited or dancing or happy. Like, why the fuck not? Like, we all want to feel that way. I know most of you guys dance around. And if you're not, you're like, you're sad that you don't. <laughs> like, we're all kids that want change, that want to experiment, that want to try things, that want to get really excited when we fucking do something. Like, we want to jump up and down. That's normal. It's normal to want to jump up and down. It's normal to want to scream when something good happens. It's okay. And to bring more of those experiences back into your life and into your body and into your mindset only makes you have a more positive outlook. Like I said, not only in the world, but on yourself and with women, all your relationships, which improves your skill sets of communication and, and learning and growing and retaining information. It's just, it's all related, guys. So if you're thinking right now, okay, Steph, what do I do though? Like, what's the first step to doing all this? This all sounds great, but I don't know what to do. Then set up a phone call with me. That's the number one step. Number one step I want you to do is get on the phone with me. You have a free 30-minute phone call. If you didn't have it already, and let's talk because I need to give you a personal evaluation of where you are now and where you want to go in your life because you can't go where you want to go if you do not know where you are right now. So important. So please go to the link in my bio, click the application form, or you could go to sgdatingcoach.com, go to the contact tab, the application's right there. I will get back to you super quick within a day. Um, I'm really good with that, and then I'll set up a time quick, and we'll talk, okay? And it doesn't have to be all salesy, like, don't be like, she's going to sell me this huge package. Fuck, man, like, we're just going to talk, like, chill out. I'm not even a good saleswoman, like, I'll just throw that out there right now. Like, I'm honestly, like, I'm a lot better at coaching than I am at sales. Like, I'll just, like, be upfront with that. It's cool. It's fine. I think you guys know I I just really want to help, and I want to be there and do what I can and make sure that it works for you. So, Please keep that in mind. Have an amazing day. And that is it, guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.